We want to give a big shout out to Johnny and all the crew at Nine Lives Racing. They started with aluminum wangs for chassis specific and custom fitments. They've now got a huge catalog of products, including carbon wangs for just about all the hottest track cars. They're made in the USA and they're probably the best bang for the buck aero company in the market today. So visit NineLivesRacing.com and find your perfect wang. Slip Angle is supported by FCP Euro at FCPEuro.com. Purchases over $49 are offered free shipping with a lifetime replacement guarantee and hassle-free returns. FCP Euro really does offer lifetime replacement guarantees on everything they sell. Brakes, suspension parts, filters, gaskets, seals, injectors, even engine oil. That means that any of you drivers with junky race cars, if you buy FCP Euro parts and you crash on the racetrack and you break your control arms, you can mail them right back. So make sure you head on over to fcpuro.com and support companies that support the Slip Angle podcast. We want to give a big shout out to Andrew Rains and all of the team at Apex Pro for their continued data partnership with the Slip Angle podcast. Head on over to tracktune.com slash slipangle to get a package deal. This includes the Apex Pro data unit, a free suction mount, and also a one-hour data review session with Mr. Andrew Rains himself, all for $449. So go to tracktune.com slash slipangle and make sure to check it out. still quarantining sort of uh we're still uh alive mostly and, and now I'm you're hanging. wearing a mask <laughs> well i'm not wearing a mask right now i am i'm hiding in a honda civic looking at my other honda civics right now in the garage <laughs> i realized i have a lot of honda civics i have three of them right near me right now i just realized this did you know this is like a new a new realization that i i have too many honda civics in the garage it's almost like you go to an event annually and have gone for the last 20 years uh, where you hang out with all your Honda buddies and do Honda things. Yeah. It, uh, I, if, if, if that event existed, I would definitely go. So, um, <laughs> how's, how's quarantine been, Abe? It's Sunday. We're, uh, we're hanging out. Uh, Ashley just went to work for her midnight shift because she's, man, that poor girl. <laughs> She's eight months pregnant she's, and she's working midnights at hospitals. She's a trooper, man. Yeah, uh, this is don't get in Ashley's like, way. She'll knock you down, man. That girl don't play. Uh, this is a weird time for everybody. I think. I mean, like yeah. Ashley and I are just um, we're like trying not to spend any money on anything, and she's working, and you know I'm trying to do my best keeping working from home, and it's just like, well, you know, if we need to be unemployed for a couple months, that might just happen. So well, be ready for it. You're not spending money on anything, but yet in the past two months, you've been remodeling like every bathroom in your house. <laughs> yeah, it's unbearable. I really like, this is not the Adam and Abe's <laughs> remodeling podcast, but it consumes my life. I, I understand, man. It uh, it does. I'm remodeling the, uh, the bathroom. I'm not remodeling. I'm finally finishing the bathroom in my basement. Um, I just took down the stupid old shower door, prepped the tiles to get epoxy coated, all kinds of little stuff. You've been in that bathroom. It's like always been half finished. Um, sure. And 
and I'm doing flooring in the RV right now. Um, I miss my RV so much. You should just go take an RV trip like I might take next weekend. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, what are we doing next weekend? What am I, I doing next weekend, or what are we doing? You can come, too, if you want. Um, if you if you want to break quarantine and come up to Gingerman Raceway, Three Balls Racing is having an event. It's sold out, but uh, I think I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, wait, with a car or just with the motorhome? Uh, just with a car and the motorhome, actually. So, um, Sick. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go for Saturday. I've been talking to the organizer of it. There's a spot on Saturday for me uh, if I want to go, and I'm going to hand him some bucks, and I'm going to drive my race car, probably break it, and then drink beers with a bunch of GLTC buddies because it seems like most of the GLTC field is testing on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so I'm kind of stoked well, uh, about that. What is so. that? That's like the first week of May. Is that right? Yeah, two, three, May two or three, I believe. Um Potentially, we'll have a, a race about one month right after that. Right. Yeah. June five, six, seven. I think. Uh, I think we're going to do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There will be some details announced pretty soon for that event. Uh, and I haven't seen as... any Emil Tab uh, memes recently. Is his card done? <laughs> I think it's mostly done. I think it needs a little bit more tuning. But uh, um, yeah. So basically, since we've recorded more, since we've recorded podcasts, we've officially flipped Midwest in October. I'm not sure if we actually talked about that, but. Midwest Festival and our October event are effectively flipped driver-wise and spectator-wise. So it's basically a no-spectator event. Uh, I mean, crew can come and help with cars, but uh, um, now it's basically going to be what we do in October, uh, except for maybe a little bit less nighttime stuff. But uh, So once we're sure that it will happen, which I'm pretty sure because they're supposed to be opening up this weekend, it's coming weekend, um, once we're sure it will happen... We will put things on sale for it. So uh, all all you listeners and all you Grid Life buddies who are uh, texting me and messaging me about it, um, once we know we can do it, we will, <laughs> we will sell more tickets for it. Because effectively, only, only Gold Pass has tickets for it right now. Um, and that's actually like half the field, so it's like half sold already. But uh, except for HPD, that's only, I think it's, it's like half of intermediate and advanced. But... Um, yeah, I'm excited to go. Like, uh, I really want to. I've been driving my. I've been trying to drive my car. I've been look, looking for reasons to go drive it, and I don't have anywhere to go uh, except for to like go. You work You just on took the it RV. out somewhere today, didn't you? Yeah, I drove it to, to my building, which is like a mile away. But then I like drove around town for like 20 minutes just to like feel it out. Uh, and the more Race I out. drive it, like the more it feels good, and the brakes feel good. Like I thought the brakes felt like kind of mediocre, um, but I think they're pretty good. They can lock up cold. Which is a plus with race pads, but um, I think you have yeah. uh, the problem right now that I had when I rebuilt the Evo, which was like yeah. you know, everything's yeah. so fresh that yeah. like yeah, you like, don't is, have confidence in it. And is it's this just, like broken? everything seems wrong? I don't know. And, like, <laughs> so timid, right? Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like I've got this like new delicate toy, and I'm like, is it going to start leaking? Because I mean, I've done like. 15 engine swaps in this car but this is like uh the first recent one i haven't done one in a bunch of years except for last year well last year i did one last year actually but uh um i don't know why i feel like so much more on edge about like taking it somewhere Uh, i was supposed to take it somewhere tomorrow i was going to leave today i didn't tell you about this did i I don't think so. No, I was going to drive seven hours to Iowa. We never talk anymore. Well, we we do talk. I told you I had a surprise with uh, a potential surprise with Alex Moss. Um, and oh Peter, yeah, yeah. Peter and Andy and Alex rented out uh, 
Uh, raceway, yeah, Raceway Park in the Midlands, out in Pacific Junction, Iowa. Um, and I was supposed to go. Uh, I like I was talking to Alex, and he was like, "Yeah, I think we're going uh, next weekend." And I was like, "Or in the twenty fourth, or whatever the hell day that is, twenty seventh. <laughs> your your so, accent is good there. I, oh no, 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 I could do my my Richard accent. Like when Richard's flustered, he doesn't make words; he makes noises. But uh, I don't I don't know what Alex makes when he gets flustered. My two British friends. Um, but uh, yeah, I was supposed to go out to. I was supposed to leave like I was going to leave like right now and start driving. I was going to try to get there about midnight and sleep. Um, but then we uh, and and then my wife was like, "No, uh, you can't go anywhere, cause." And I was like, "Well, are you sure?" Uh, and there and there was a group chat between Alex and Andy and Brand. I think Brandon's going. Brandon Randbeck uh, and a few others. Five. It was like five cars maximum. I think ten or five cars on track, ten cars maximum. I forget what it was. Um, that's like a, the track rule or whatever. But um, and and I was like talking about how I'm probably going to bow out, and then and then Peter Peter Collins is like, uh, I told him like you know my wife's got some reservations about me going, and he's like I know what to do. I'll send baked goods. <laughs> so <laughs> so so he literally sent my wife. Uh, a uh, a Wisconsin. What do they call it? It's like a it's a Dan- it's a giant Danish. Uh, a, a, I forget. It's a it starts with a K. Kringle. A Kringle, uh, <laughs> which is like this high end Danish uh, from some fancy bakery. Uh, he sent my wife baked goods, and then my literally it worked. My wife was like, "Yeah, so I mean, so there's only so many cars," and and I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be okay." Uh, and then, and she was like, "So you know these guys? Like, they you know they're not sick or anything?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's probably fine. I don't have to come in contact with them. It's no big deal." Uh, and then she's like, "So what about like the race safety guys? Is there like a real safety crew?" I'm like, "No, nah, don't worry about that. <laughs> it's gonna be fine." Uh, and then we sold a big job uh, that I have to start tomorrow, so I can't go. <laughs> so, Damn it! Yeah, all those baked goods for nothing. Well, yeah, uh, I know. He sent he sent like a bunch of baked goods too, like uh, like two Kringles, uh, which adds up to be like fifty bucks worth of stuff. So I think I might owe Peter fifty bucks. <laughs> so uh, I I gush plenty about uh, ASM and the work that they do, yeah. but with uh, Moss's recent rebuild and kind of unveil. Yeah. Andy has built two of the most elite, most well-built time attack cars Dude, in the country. Dude, the, the new like paint job, not. too, is insane. The green looks insane. I, I, I think Makaya did that. Uh, did he really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It looks so good. Like, the car it looks phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait to see it in real life. Um, I think the exhaust exits out the hood. Do we have a rule about that in Street Mod? I don't think we do. There's no rule. <sighs> that's a crazy. That's a that's a hard flex for a one lap car. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, well, I mean, uh, if I recall, you once had some Civics with hood uh, hood exit exhaust. We did, right? yeah, yeah. We we used to have our our old grassroots motorsports challenge Civic, uh, our our old GRM challenge Civic. Like we won in two thousand nine at the GRM challenge in Florida, and it exited out the hood, and we street drove that thing everywhere. And it like wasn't even loud because like the exhaust, the noise went up, and like it wasn't even loud inside. It was great. Um, might actually actually, pretty, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my statement choice. back. Andy has four cars that are elite in time attack because he has his a chassis, uh, right? Which he and Ronnie built, and yeah, also he did Evo. that S54 swap E36 for Brandon, like in a week. Uh, yeah, what's what like December? 
What uh, is that a potential street class car? I think it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So could be fast. Yeah, we've seen uh, some S fifty fours. We've seen some speed at S fifty fours in street class. Shit! Oh, also, Andy built the uh, the K swap EK for um, Ben. Right. And he just put Which together is a sick car, and that's like two sixty wheel. He just put together a K series, K twenty four S two thousand for promo too, uh, for GLTC. Jeez, guy's doing uh, work. He's putting together another S two thousand for GLTC right now. I'm texting with his cage builder like as we speak, actually. But um, that's wild. Yeah, no, the uh, the ASM uh, and RS Motors are doing some work up there in uh, in the Northlands. Um, the the dudes, the dudes are like, and like they were relentless. They were like uh, telling me they're going to kidnap me, even if my wife didn't let me go. <laughs> That's like, exactly what it was like to get me to come to Barber, man. And at first, I was like, ah, dude, I don't even have a reliable tow vehicle right now because my RV is stupid, and I think it has a fueling issue. Like, I'll take it to Gingerman with no turbo boost, but I ain't driving it seven hours. You know, it still doesn't have any boost. I, I don't know. I haven't driven it since we drove it. Uh, so I put a throttle. I put a like a real throttle cable in it instead of the air throttle. So it, like it should be good. But like the most I've driven is like backing it outside of the garage and like pulling it back into the garage. Um, because right now I'm in the middle of doing the floor and stuff. Do I they have that dinos for RVs? Probably. I mean, it's. I'd I mean, really like probably, to see your RV on the dyno. It probably make like 180 horsepower and like 600 foot pounds. <laughs> Uh, I did figure out something else that broke on the way home from Texas, actually. Um, no? The exhaust. Uh, so I I was walking. Did you walking, pipe it? No, I was walking. Well, I mean, I'm going to now. Um, so on a diesel pusher RV, the, the engine's in the very back. Like, it's the it's the most, like, the crank pulley is, like, two feet from the back bumper. Uh, and, and the engine is, like, turned around, and, it, and the transmission's in front of it. And the basically, it's like a flipped rear end rear wheel drive vehicle, and everything's turned around, right? So the crank pulley's in the very back, and so the exhaust is pretty short. Like it comes out of the turbo, drops straight down, has a little flex section, and then goes into this like hundred pound, three foot long muffler, um, and then has like a dump. Uh, and but the dump sticks out about two inches, and I was walking past it the other day, and I've got like a bunch of crap sitting next to it, like you know, like race car parts and junk. Um, and it, my pants caught on the muffler tip and then I heard kink (laughs) and I was like, what the heck did I just break the exhaust with my pants? And it turns out the exhaust had a giant crack in it coming off the turbo. So the turbo has like a, has like an 18 inch kick down, uh, left and the rest of it broke off like right before the flex section. Uh, so now I have to work on the exhaust this week if I'm going to take the RV (laughs) next weekend and I have to finish the floor and wipe the entire RV uh, inside because I took a bunch of tile out, and now the entire RV is full of dust. Dust, um, yeah. But uh, I might just take a pickup truck. I'm not, I don't even know. But uh, my my 600,000-mile pickup truck has a broken leaf spring, and i got to fix that. I mean, I could still take it with a small trailer. But my Cummins truck has a shimmy and a shake below 50, or be, like from 31 to 39 miles an hour. And then I think it still has a shake, like, higher, but, like... I, I can't feel it because it's like spinning so fast. I think it's a drive shaft problem. I got to investigate that. So I might just take the RV just dirty and unfinished just because it's the most reliable. I mean, maybe the most reliable tow vehicle I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, most of my day jobs are like within 10 miles. So I'm just driving the Cummins truck. But 
Anyway, yeah, I drove, I drove my Civic today to go work on the RV, and I, I'm just the most stoked about it. I just put an Instagram video up of uh, of of doing like a quick like second and third gear pull through town, like against the highway and the frontage road, and the turbo or the supercharger noises are so good. I just love it. It's so good. So stupid. Uh, it's so why? Dumb. Why do we do this? I. I I I love I love the blower noises. Like I just hope it works on track for like more than four minutes. <laughs> you need like a uh, wait. Remember, remind me how it was set up with um, like charge cooling. Is it so? Is it liquid cooled? Um, yeah. So so what I did. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we talked about it. So the the Jackson blower is crank driven. Um, so it's got a belt like it's it's on the alternator belt like so. There's a giant alternator belt that also drives the the Jackson. It's an M M45 blower, a little tiny one. Um, and so it's got a different full different intake manifold, and the blower hangs below the intake manifold and has like a S pipe that has the throttle body on it feeding the blower, and then it just like shoots up into a little intake manifold and into the engine. Um, and what a couple of companies uh, back in the day did was they would chop that intake manifold. There's like a box above the uh, blower and then like some four-inch runners into the uh, into the head. A couple of companies would like chop that box, uh, chop like the top half off, and they would put these little Laminova cores in, which are like a fluid, uh, a, like a water-to-air uh, or an air-to-water like intercooler tube. You like pass the air over them and you run water into them. And they like they have these they have like thousands and thousands of fins. Probably, it's like a inch and a quarter tube. Uh, it's like if you picture like an inch and a quarter tube, and it has a like a ton of little like pa- coolant passages into it. Then you feed it end to end, and then there's like per inch there's probably fifty fins per inch. So they're like super fine aluminum, and it's all an extrusion. And you pass the air over top of that thing, or like around that thing. Uh, and that's supposed to like suck a lot of the heat out of the air because the tube, uh, because you have so much surface area of aluminum that should be cooler than the intake charge. So I ran two Laminova cores through that intake manifold, like the box above the supercharger, um, and then like raised the raised the top of that box so I had more plenum volume because those things take up a bunch of plenum volume, and then basically water. I put two tanks on either side of those, and those feed those cores. Uh, and so there's a five-gallon tank in my passenger floor area uh, and a bilge pump in there, like a 340-liter-per-hour bilge pump or something. Uh, I flip the, the, fa- the, the pump, and it pumps water. And I can fill that tank with ice, too, so I can, like, super cool those Laminova cores. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll pump cold water through those cores, and then I've got it, like, pumping back through a big heat exchanger in front of the car to, like, suck some of the heat out of the water. Gotcha. So, like, it, Before so like it if, goes back to the box. Yeah, so it doesn't instantly, like, melt the ice. So it'll probably pull half of the heat out with the, uh, like, with the heat exchanger in the front of the car. Um, and so hopefully, like, the thought is that I can survive, like, a 15-minute flag-to-flag race uh, with without going crazy on intake air temperatures. Uh, so I'm going to make one of the, uh, on my race pack gauge cluster, I'm going to make uh, one of the um, one of the alerts, a uh, an intake air temperature alert, and then have that as a gauge. Um, I've, I've changed the position of the intake air temperature to the top of the blower, so it's like seeing the hottest air, too. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be able to watch that, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll be able to... Uh, well, wait, hopefully- you don't... Yeah. 
you don't care about that exactly, do you? I mean, you you want to see the the temperature after the charge cooler, right? Yeah, it's yeah the top of the oh. blower the top of the blower meaning after, after the top of the yeah the top of the intake manifold after the laminova course so gotcha um, that'll be really neat yeah so hopefully hopefully next weekend tells me that I can run a twenty minute session like hard Jackson blowers have to get from yeah, the, a whole bunch of the whole box excuse me you're gonna have to get a whole bunch of bags of ice from the snack bar at Gingerman yeah I'm just gonna slip Mary Beth twenty bucks I'm gonna steal all the ice I want it's gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jackson. Jackson blowers are dealing ice if you pay twenty bucks. It's true. It's I mean, but I I could probably I could probably go through twenty bucks worth of ice in a weekend if I run every session. But um, my my freezer in my RV, I'm I'm planning on just getting a bunch of ice trays. My freezer in my RV is pretty big. If I stack the whole thing full of ice trays, I'll have enough ice for a weekend. But um, yeah, I could probably spend five dollars on ice trays at Aldi and just have enough ice trays to fill the the freezer that I never use. But um, yeah, it, if uh, we'll, we'll know next weekend if it works. Hopefully, hopefully the the weather looks pretty good. There's a ton of GLTC guys going, uh, so I just kind of want to go hang with some dudes. Luke and Eric from West Virginia are coming out. Uh, Scott Robertson's coming out. I think some of the Michigan dudes are coming out. Um, should be fun. Should be a bunch of GLTC cars and uh, Three Balls has a uh, an open passing group too. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, so we'll that see. everyone can pass you without you needing to point the buy. Yeah, that's the that's totally the idea. I don't have to worry about the guys in the mirrors. I just have to give them room, right? <laughs> yeah, in uh, in GLTC uh, racing last year, I almost wrecked the car in October <laughs> because, like, randomly I was having a gauge cluster problem, and, and like in like seven, eight, nine, and I was like, "Wait, do I have zero oil pressure?" And I was like, "I like froze mentally, and just like drove a stupid line," and <laughs> and then Gordon. Gordon uh uh Gordon Mack almost slammed into me with the TL. <laughs> so yeah, I, I gotta I gotta not stare at the gauge cluster. I talk about it in like every driver's meeting to not like drive in your mirrors and not drive by your gauge cluster, and then I have to remember that myself. But Yeah, you yeah. probably should. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm kind of excited. Hopefully next weekend I can go. But uh, you should come up with the R V man. Get uh, get the get some miles on that old girl again. Uh, what am I doing? Um Let's see. On one of those days, let me let me check my calendar. On one of those days, we're going to be not far from there. We're going to be back home because we have maternity pictures. Oh boy, with Ashley and baby. Like, you know what you should do. I didn't that, realize that's it was like, a thing. How how far from uh, uh, back home? Meaning like uh, what? Uh, Northern Indiana. Yeah, like Muncie area, or where are you at? Oh no, no, like uh, Elkhart. Like, Goshen, like Goshen. Yeah. Um, you should totally take the RV and then you should come up and camp on Saturday night and we can socially oh, distant no. hang out. Uh, what day is it? Today's the 26th. Right. Uh, are you going to be there on Saturday? I'm planning on going up on Saturday and then hanging out for Saturday night and then coming home on Sunday morning to, to be a dad. So. Uh, I don't think that'll work. Because if we're doing maternity photos in in Goshen at like five on, on Sunday, oh okay, like okay. there's no chance Ashley will want to go hang on Saturday, and and get ready to take pictures in the RV. That's just like I don't see that happening. The RV is huge, and, and she's so tiny except for her stomach. Well, well, uh, 
I don't know. Just don't try. Know. Just run it by her, man. We'll socially distantly hang out in the gingerbread paddock. We'll walk the track six feet apart. It's gonna be sick. Walkie talkie. Yeah, man. Love walkie talkies, man. Yeah, we should totally try to do this. You should try to pull it off. Try harder than I did to pull off the Monday track day at RPM. Just try harder, man. For anyone who doesn't know, a walkie-talkie is any podcast that Adam and I record while, while we're we walking walk. with guests. <laughs> that has most happened likely a bunch around of times. the track. Yeah, I think almost all of them have happened around a track. Except we might have done one walking around the paddock. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, usually a Blackhawk. That's where they happen. I love Blackhawk. I miss Blackhawk so much. Well, we're, uh, I'm, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a point to go back in 2021 because that place is so freaking rad. I kind of want to do a weekday event there this year. Um, do you think people will come to a weekday event if we did like a freaking Monday event? I don't know. Hard telling, man. Yeah. I think if you do Blackhawk, you get more of the Wisconsin people for sure. Yeah. If we did a Monday event, we had some, uh, we had some standing start autocross and then a ton of lapping days, lapping time. That could be super fun, man. That place though. My, uh, my dude, vacation time is, is just like accumulating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've been on vacation slash work for the past five weeks, too. So, And I'm expecting, so I get a month of paid paternity leave. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, that that's coming up. And cool. uh, I don't even know when we're going to go back to work. I might not even, like, I might not even be back at work before that happens. We'll see. You, yeah, you might not be back at work till August. Because I got a notice on Friday that said we were supposed to go back on the 4th. Right. And I got a notice on Friday that says that you'll be working from home uh, until further notice. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you so they're, they're you not going back until August. It's going to be July we'll or August. Oh. Yeah. Can, can you work from home from a racetrack? I wish. I mean, could you look like you're effectively working, like if you worked every five minutes or ten minutes? Uh, I mean, I could probably get a decent amount of work done. Like if I worked from, I, I bet you I could get half days right? where like I could work solidly from like eight to noon. Right. And then, uh, the other half would be vacation. Yeah. I think we might need to do a, we might need to do a skip day, man. I want to do a skip day at Blackhawk once everything opens up. <sighs> that place is so good. That was the best GLTC racing. That place was so fun. Like it's just such a fun track to do just about anything at like 18 cars in gltc on saturday last year felt like a thousand cars at gingerman too <laughs> so well and the standing start was fun yeah we had like nine or ten standing start cars and it was like dude it felt so it felt so perfect like that track is just the best it, it's just rad what a good what a cool place uh, it's the coolest. Yeah, no, it's and except it's got Barbara the best might vibes. be the coolest, but Barbara right now to me is less cool because they won't return my email. Well, uh, Barbara's also a lot more expensive than Blackhawk, and Blackhawk's like uh, it's sort of like the the Illinois Gingerman, where they're like, "Hey, uh, what you want to do?" And we're like, "This is what we want to do," and they're like, "That sounds cool." <laughs> Jeff's like, "Yeah, all right, yeah." Yeah, or or actually, no. Jeff retired. I for, uh, do you remember what the name of the lady was? The the new Jeff. I don't. I think new Jeff, and uh, she had like the coolest smoker voice ever too. Uh, yeah, new Jeff is cool. She's she she slayed it too. She loved. She was so excited to go up in the crow's nest and do the flagging for the race too. Uh, 
Yeah. No, what a great place. The uh, the staff there is awesome. Cindy and and Jan. Uh, what a what a what a what a great place. I love any Black racetrack Hawk. that your brother can land an airplane at is good in my book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I text the manager. I'm like, hey, what's the condition of the grass runway? <laughs> And they're, and they're like, oh, it's great. Sounds it'll be perfect for Sunday. He can he can, he can totally come. And they have their own grass runway. It's the coolest. What a great place. The but and the vibes there and the food. Like you, every time I'm like the first person on Saturday to like wake up and get food because I'm because at four a.m. I'm like nervously awake because we're about to do a track day. Uh, and so at five thirty, I walk around and set up the tech shed, and then I walk over to the uh, to the cafeteria, uh, and like the dude is over there, and he's like making stuff, and he's got the best vibes. He's not like, no, we're not open. Like he's like, hey, what you need, man? <laughs> like that place is so good. <laughs> it's it yeah, might it, be the, the their cheese curds are really good. Uh, it might be heaven on earth. Like if if I had to like die and like choose my heaven. In my heaven, like a lot of people's heaven is like, oh, VIR, like racer heaven is like VIR, Road Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. I think my heaven might be Blackhawk. Like if I had to go it's someplace It's like all that day. shade with the trees and like oh, yeah. the bathrooms are super nice. And it's just like, it's just such a nice place. Yeah. That it's also just happens nice. to have a racetrack. It's just like, it's 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 got like tiny state park vibes. It's not like giant grandeur skate, oh, yeah. state it's park like, like uh, yeah. Road America. It's like... It's like it's like the the undiscovered state park that's an hour and a half from Road America, dude. I I just love missing that place. Blackhawk right now. I did end up watching uh, a video of Andy's standing start there. Like yeah. never gets old. He's just so fast. I'm <laughs> freaking gnarly too, man. Can you can you imagine trying to do the things that those do like him and him and Ronnie do with like stupid 500 horsepower evos around that tiny little place Ugh. no way man no i i tried to drive your 400 horsepower evo around that place and almost binned it <laughs> that would have been quite a day that uh, yeah that was a that was a really fast slide too like we we spun it top of fourth gear <laughs> you took that so what is that is that four or five no i think that's like six because seven i think is the bend right before yeah. the the crossing or no, maybe that's no, that, that no, would be no, five. No. That'd be five. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Hold on. Yeah, uh, I think seven is the one before the front straight. So that would be like six. It would be right after five. Yeah. yeah Let's pull, see. I'm looking the at track the map, map here. This was about two or three years ago, um, and I, I had been I had been like really really feeling the place with my CRX, and my CRX had 138 horsepower. And Abe was uh, Abe had just started on as like my like consultant with Time Attack. It was right before you were the competition director the for dude, Time Attack. Yeah. Um, and so and so like Abe and I are still like you know we're we're buds. We're getting to know each other. And I'm like, hey Abe, come on up. Let's hang out. We'll talk about Time Attack for next year. And this is in August or whatever. And uh, and yeah, you're like, August hey, you want? Uh, yeah, it would have been August of uh, 2017. 16. Yeah, 16. Uh, and, uh, and it was just basically an HPDE with a standing start. It was a super simple weekend. Um, and you're like, Hey, you want to drive my car? And, and I was like, yeah, I've never driven an Evo before. Uh, and I was really feeling that Evo. That thing was feeling good. Um, and turn, what is it? Turn five then? It's five. Five. It's like a big, the big left-hand sweeper, right? Yeah, and it's fast. It's so, really fast. So I had been feeling that turn on Hoosiers with the CRX 
uh, and the CRX had all the grip in the world, and it weighed two thousand pounds, twenty two, two thousand twenty pounds with me in it. So it was an eighteen hundred pound car. Um, and and I took it with your Evo, and like the back end is coming out a little bit, and like I used all the track, and and you're like, man, you are going so much faster through here than I am, and I was like, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> And then the next, or the next lap, <laughs> next lap, it wasn't fine. I put two in the dirt and spun it like a hundred miles an hour. So we went from uh, uh, the grass on track right, crossed over the track, and went to the grass on track left, and spun a couple of times. Yeah, at, and at like made our way back to the surface. To continue. it was probably at ninety plus miles an hour. Uh, I bet I can find it. If I look really hard, dude, it was really fast. Uh, I remember thinking, "Fuck, I can't, I can't buy this car. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> this is a thirty thousand um, dollar car. I am a four thousand dollar car man." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If I remember right, because I'm sitting in the passenger seat, it wasn't. It didn't feel like the car understeered a ton. It, it kind of looked like you were trying to apex late. And yeah. you, no, you I, just, like, I just didn't I get enough turn in and it just like, it just touched. Yeah. I, I just kind of, I, I had probably gone into it with another couple miles an hour. Uh, and the car just, I mean, the, and it was like, you know, a lap or two later than when the car felt really good. And, and we were on like some burned out RE71Rs too. Yeah. I had um, run those both for one lap and, uh, yeah. Grid lifetime attack that, and that whole year. Yeah. They had like, it was, the car just like pushed more than I thought. And we put the right side in the dirt. And, uh, when we put the right side in the dirt, like back end came around and I just started looking down track, hoping to coping to get there. <laughs> uh, and it worked. Gonna, we didn't crash. So I'm going to look for that while we're on the show and see. Do if you I think you have it. that in video or what? I do, I think. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. We'll yeah, no, I, it, it was, I, it was, I, I would blame it on you because you were like, man, you're going through here so much faster than me. And I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> it didn't feel that dramatic. And then when the grip wasn't there, it felt very dramatic, like very, <laughs> very dramatic. So, yeah, that was a fun day, little, man. Yeah, that was a super fun day. It was a little dramatic. Okay, I found all the videos. Oh boy! And, Here we go. And I found the speed versus distance graph. I think for you and me. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Neat. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to link those. No, that was uh, that was a super fun day. Those first couple of years at Blackhawk were the best. Um, I, I, we've been we've been emailing with the Blackhawk manager, Chris and I. Uh, trying to think of like a, cause like none of the weekends worked. Like we didn't want to abandon that event for this year, but, um, it just didn't work for like a full weekend because we wanted to, like we had this, like we had this real solid goal of like spreading out the weekends. Um, cause last year was too much, man. Like we literally, we had like one weekend off before, uh, before Alpine Horizon, and then we went immediately from Alpine Horizon to Blackhawk, and then two weeks later we were at Road America, and then two weeks later we were at Speedring, or one week later we were at Speedring, and then two weeks later we were in October at Gingerman. It was just too much. Like it was way too much. Yeah, I mean um, it was it was really really hard, right? And Especially I, when yeah the build out for those events takes a while, and you're not home. Um, I mean like. 
Ashley and I had basically tried to minimize our time away from work last year. And it was like, you know, you leave work on Thursday afternoon or drive sorry, Friday night. afternoon yeah. and then drive all night and do your event Saturday. And then on Sunday night after the event, drive home. It's just like, sucks. it was rough. All right, so I've got so how many part, yeah. videos I've got here. I've got like six videos here. I hope one of them has the spin. That would be fun. We'll be lucky if it does. Yeah. Some some of the some of the stuff that goes into like choosing which event takes priority over the other is like, does the event make money? And like honestly, like the Blackhawk event lost money for the first three years, but it wasn't a lot. It was like a few thousand bucks. Um and then last year it actually made a few thousand bucks, but it like it, it was. It's still a lot of work, and like the timing just didn't work out. Uh, I mean, it made a few thousand bucks, but then you pay people, and so you probably lost a f- little bit of money. But it's it was basically a wash, right? Um, so, yeah, but I want to go. But back the event's just I, so good. I just love that place. And last year was so good because all these Subaru dudes, like they held a they held like a barbecue meet with us. We've been doing the we've been doing the trackside barbecue on Saturday night for the last few years. And then, like, a hundred Subaru dudes came and hung out, and it was so fun. Like, the vibes were so good. Uh, we got to go back. We got to we like, go back. You know that event that doesn't exist? Yeah. This is the closest grid life equivalent to that event that doesn't exist. Yeah, the, like, like the, hidden, the hidden event you don't talk about. That was, that was it, man. That, that, and it was basically, we could have sold more GLTC spots, but it was effectively sold out other than that. I think we had 18 GLTC cars take the start, and I think by Sunday we were down to like 10 because <laughs> everybody exploded and broke and stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, super fun event. I, lo- I just love that track. I could talk about that track forever too. Me too. It's so pretty, and it's so old school, and like, like, like the crabbiest person there is like the nicest person at, the ra- at a regular racetrack. They're just the happiest people. I don't know why. They have RV power, which I'm a big fan of. They do. They have some RV power. I, I didn't actually get some this year or last year. You stole it all. but No. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You stole it. I was plugged into the wall at the in the barn. Couldn't run any ACs or anything. <laughs> Dang. Derek he probably flew, parked under a tree. It was fine anyway. Yeah, Derek flew out from Texas, and he's like, how come we can't run the AC? And I was like, because we don't have enough power. What kind of junky RV is this? <laughs> <laughs> Derek uh, loves it when we talk about RVs on Slip Angle. I know, I know. And then uh, Jamaican Jason, uh, Jason Shields, one of our timing and scoring buddies, he uh, did you have some of that food that he arranged to have brought last year? I think I did. It, the uh, like the jerk chicken sal- pasta salad. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I pay- <laughs> so like uh, I'm about to leave, and this dude uh, calls me up like a random number, and he's like, "Hey, I have a delivery for Jason Shields," and he delivers so much pasta salad to my RV, like just an ad- like a like a crazy amount. It was like 50 pounds of pasta salad. Uh, and uh, so I, J- and Jason had ordered it. Um, dude, it was, I kid you not, it was the, Derek and I had some on Friday night when I got there and we couldn't stop eating it. It was like so spicy and so good. It was just ridiculous. And my RV smelled like it for a month. It was so fun. Man, it was delicious. What a great barbecue that was. That was the best, that was the best hangs. Friggin' ridiculous. Did you find any? Uh, did you find any video or no? Uh, I found a little. I know I have some. I just need to f- find it. Man, I'm getting hit like, up with messages after I put the uh, 
the video of me doing a two, three pull there. Ashley uh, just texted me. She got super lucky. She got cut for the day. So she's coming home. Oh man. You guys get to hang out. Yeah. She'll probably go to sleep. Uh, well, that's, I'm glad we did this show early then. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Anything? Uh, I think I'm good, man. I think we did a podcast. We just basically reminisced about how rad Blackhawk is and yeah, that was about it. I think we, uh, we do need to do another Gary show. Maybe we can get him again on the radio for on the horn for, uh, maybe Friday. We'll see. We need to, uh, we need to make like a bullet point list of what to ask Gary about. Cause there's too much to ask Gary about. There's way yeah, too Cause much. like if you, if you just, you just like you can't. Like oh like like literally, you could be talking to Gary, and your questions could just be like list any motorsport event that has ever happened that you've ever heard of, and you'd be like, uh, "What do you know about the nineteen eighty nine Miami Street Circuit F one race?" And he'd be like, "Oh, this one time I was come out, boss, he'll tell you this amazing story about how he saved the day." <laughs> so. Like Freaking any race, Gary. you have to have. We have to be organized with Gary. He's, he's got. He's got way too many stories. Uh, what a what a rad dude! That was a fun show. I got a lot of messages about that show. Did we put an article up on Tracktuned about that? No, I'm going to. You're blowing it, Abe. Blowing it. I know. That's eh, fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, uh, I uh, before we go, I do really want to thank our uh, our Patreons. We've got uh, way too many of them. I don't know why you're doing this. Should probably stop. You're all. You're we all do crazy. love you, and <laughs> someday we promise we're going to get better at this audio thing. Well, we're uh, or not. Uh, how, did we put a Patreon show out the other day or no? We didn't. We didn't. We probably we should, do that. Yeah, we should make another. Maybe I'll make some Patreon shows next weekend because you're not coming because you're a bum. Oh, that would be so much fun. You should. I should. I should make a bunch of. You uh, could. You uh, could talk to Luke McGrew about how many engines he's putting his Miata. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? No, that show is going to be too good. We got we got to show that one to everybody. The <laughs> <laughs> dudes put like ten motors in that stupid Miata. I cannot believe his Viper race car was more reliable than his Miata race car. Uh, it's so bizarre. But yeah, hopefully he's going to be up there with uh, him and Eric Meadows making that long trek from West Virginia. Uh, Scott Robertson and Becky are coming down for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it, it, and he just got tuned with a K24Z3 or whatever, the the single exhaust port K-series swap. He just did one of those. Where did that one uh, come from? Which one is that? That that's, that's the new TSX motor? I forget. That's the like a slightly more budget-friendly swap that's that the one that Amy is doing? That's the one that Emil just did, too. And it can make like perfect GLTC power. Um Awesome. And I, th- I think the biggest reason that it's uh, that it's becoming like a cool swap is because you can retain the factory crossmember in the Miata uh, because that's the motor that has uh, instead of a four to one he- or four to two to one or a four to one header it doesn't have a tubular header it's just got a single like three inch by four inch exhaust output on the head like the head is wider and like the head casting features the collector so. Um, so the exhaust routing is way easier. There's no like you don't have to worry about making room for the exhaust. So, uh, so. yeah, I, I got to go up to Kamiata in the next week or two, and I got to pick up some street tires for my wife's Civic. She uh, Calzada's got some E30 BMW wheels that I'm going to put on this thing with some tires on them. But um, and then I want to record with him and talk about all of his new product offerings. So 
I don't I don't know very much about his new product offerings. The he's last got a thing bunch. I was yeah. aware of was the Z3. Well, it's it's that. He's also got the BMW trans conversion that we've never really talked about. Uh, he's working. He just got the first, as far as I know, he's got the first K-Series E30 or like one of the first K-Series E30 um, running. Uh, so that's a new thing uh, he's working on. Basically, it's a BMW K-Series swap. Uh, cool. Should be fun. Should be lots. lots I want to see about. more K motors in more BRZs. I think that's next because Time Levine, uh, perennial grid life and Honda meat track worker, uh, he always works in grid and hangs out and then buys pizza and drinks beer. Um, he has a B, he has a BRZ or a FRS or whatever. I think it's a BRZ uh, that is uh, dead and it needs stationary. Yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's it's non-op, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and he's also like best friends with Calzada, and he so for like two years he's been basically smoking cigars with Calzada, saying like, "Yo, dog, like when's it my turn?" <laughs> uh, so that'll happen eventually. That'll happen pretty well, soon. I mean, I think in terms of like inexpensive shells, that's got to be getting closer. And yeah, like it's it's getting there. If you want to make yeah. race cars, like BRZ would be a good choice, and RX eight would also be a good choice because RX8 those have shells crappy cost, motors. Yeah, they cost no money now. Like BRZs will get there. because they're dead. And they sold a lot of BRZs and FRSs, um, and they were like pretty reasonable cars. They were like what sub thirty thousand bucks, um, but it had a hundred thousand miles. Like that F twenty blows the F up. <laughs> it seems. Uh, if you're if you're a racer boy, you blow that motor up. Um, that will happen, and it's a really uh, good chassis, just like the RX8. Nish, like, Nish blew his up thing. too, right? Yeah, Nish blew his up. Uh, Tim has had two motors in his. Um, who else? Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say Scott Malloy, who's a listener out in California and just moved to Tennessee. I was gonna say he he blew his up, but no, I think he just sold his because he put it into a wall. I think Justin Kelly bought his as a backup um, or as another shell or something. Uh, like the the motor is the downfall of that chassis, though. Like it's a good chassis. Like the chassis obviously can be made to handle amazingly. Uh, you just gotta put you gotta put something in there that is uh, got enough power and super reliable. So that K, like a two forty horsepower K series, like man, that's reliable and that might be the perfect amount of horsepower for that chassis. So. That would be really really yeah. Good. One of these days, because I'll get to it. He'll get to it. Andy Anywho. might beat him to it. Andy just like does his own thing. I mean, well, yeah, Andy will just zap. I don't a bunch know of who made the motor mounts for the uh, the LS seven E forty six that Andy built, but like he just wanted it to happen, and then it did. Uh, I think Vorschlag makes those, and a couple of the companies make those. Maybe Sicky. I don't remember who makes all those, but. Uh, yeah, the the E forty six. There's dudes putting LSs in those. It's a little bit more invasive to put an LS in it, but yeah, uh, not the E forty six. The uh, the BRZ. I mean, it's a little bit more invasive yeah. to put the BRZ uh, and LS combo together. But uh, anyway, well, I got to go put a kid to bed because it's what seven o'clock. Yeah, my I should probably eat some is, dinner. Yeah, my wife is texting me that I got to go do some things, but. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll do a show in a couple of days. All right, man. We appreciate the uh, the Patreons, Google Slip Angle and Patreon, uh, and you can find a link to that. So I think it's what is it? Slip Angle or Patreon backslash or forward slash Slip Angle forward slash. Uh, yeah, uh, we really appreciate all the support. 
Uh, I've been getting a, several emails a week uh, from people just thanking us for like continually doing shows and not just complaining about coronavirus. <laughs> so I do appreciate the feedback and uh, and yeah, rate and review us wherever you would do that or don't. It doesn't really matter. So we'll just keep doing slip angles. I uh, I like talking to Abe and I like talking to all the rest of my friends. So most of the time we just do it. I mean. We're going to have the conversation anyway. You might as well record it. Yeah, Abe and I are going to talk. So, like, let's just talk with a microphone, right? All right, All right dude. Ashley right. just got home. So, uh, I guess I'll talk to you later. Go have fun, man. Tell her I said hey. See you, dude. See you. Later. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Air Grid Live to say hello. Thank you.